It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW Sitka. Today is Thursday, May 25th, 2023. I'm Brooke Schaefer with Raven News. When summer tourists arrive at Harrigan Centennial Hall, they're often greeted by a handful of youthful entertainers. But an effort to expand the qualifications for who can busk at the tourist hub downtown brought up a tough question at the Sitka Assembly meeting on Tuesday. What is entertainment anyway, and who gets to make that call? KCAW's Catherine Rose reports. Right now, Sitka's municipal code allows youth musicians to perform for donations, or busk, in some designated city spaces, provided they purchase an annual permit for $10. An ordinance the Assembly is considering would replace the word musician with entertainer, opening the privilege up to performers with dancing, acting, or public speaking chops. Assemblymember Tor Christensen said the change was spurred by a young performer who learned her act wasn't technically allowed on the plaza at Harrigan Centennial Hall because it didn't fall into the musician category. One of the kids who was doing stuff here uh, out here was doing a, a kind of a, an interpretive lecture about different pelts that she and her family had collected and and it Rightly, it was pointed out that she wasn't selling anything and she wasn't playing as an instrument or wasn't a musician, so it didn't fit under the existing code. And this just changes it so that if they're doing that or something dance or something that doesn't fit directly under musician, they're still covered. Harrigan Centennial Hall manager Tony Rosas is one of two city staffers in charge of issuing these permits. Rosas felt the code changes were too broad. The current code allows musicians to busk in a limited area outside of the building. Rosas said that privilege was really reserved for youth, and he thought the new changes would open the busking privilege up to everyone. I am not um, anti-youth permit. I, I, I think it's really important for uh, the youth to come down here and to learn how to how to you know, work with money, um, take that responsibility to build and do things um, and basically start off um, in front of the public and working with the public and being comfortable with the public. Um, I think that's very important. Some of the language that that was used in this um, from musicians to uh, persons, including juveniles. Um, What does that mean? Um, Are we allowing adults? For this. Rosas also worried that the term entertainer is broad, and he didn't want to be the one making the call as far as what is or is not entertainment. Um, with the way things are this, these days with um, interpreting what is entertainment, uh, that's a whole different animal. Um, so that is something that is, I am an entertainer. This is what I do. No, you can't well, then I'm going to see you because I'm not, you know, letting somebody else do something different. Mayor Stephen Eisenbeis said that was always a concern, however, even if the only permit applicants were musicians. Assemblymember Tim Pike agreed, however, that the language needed some adjusting. I think this um, this particular language suffers from, from both having being too vague and too specific at the same time. So entertainer is probably a little too vague and a full list is going to leave something out. I mean, we didn't put whittling on there, for example. So, um, you know, I think um, uh, going forward, it does need some work. 
in order to make this be as specific as we need it to be to to do this. And Assemblymember J.J. Carlson suggested tweaking the language so the code read youth entertainer as a good next step. There's a difference between what is intended and what is written. And when people, you know, 5, 10, 25 years from now look at this, this discussion isn't going to be, you know, a footnote in this ordinance. It's just going to be the words on the page. So attention to the words on the page is what we do as the Assembly. With over half a million cruise passengers expected this summer, Centennial Hall will experience an unprecedented amount of foot traffic. Rosas asked the Assembly to hold off on passing the ordinance until they had a better handle on how the plaza would look on Sitka's busiest cruise days. But Christensen worried that young entertainers would lose out on peak summer earning months if they didn't move the ordinance to the next step. Ultimately, the Assembly approved the ordinance on first reading unanimously. It will come before the Assembly again at the next regular meeting in June. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Catherine Rose. The new Alaska ferry, Hubbard, carried its first passengers on Tuesday. The boat, which was built in the Ketchikan shipyard, is the latest addition to the marine highway fleet. It now links Juneau, Haines, and Skagway every day but Mondays. KHNS's Alan DePremonel got a tour of the new boat on its first stop in Haines. Getting the MV Hubbard online has matched the slow pace of its namesake glacier. Construction started in 2014, and it took four years to complete. Then, due to some quirks of management and planning, the marine highway system decided to change course and upgrade the boat with crew quarters to allow it to run continuously. This is all steel deck here. They added these modules on. Uh, All the unlicensed crew lives on this deck. Captain Gabe Bayless points to 40 feet of living quarters that have been added to the upper deck. In addition, a crew lunchroom has been converted to sleeping quarters. The ship's passenger capacity didn't change. It was built to hold 300. Well, we can go take a look at the galley. We're trying to make it work. Uh, it's a different configuration and it's, it's kind of condensed in size. The galley is tight but the new stainless steel shines and Bayless is confident that once a permanent cook gets assigned to the boat, some warm meals can be provided to passengers. I don't anticipate this vessel ever being able to serve hot meals to 300 people, but perhaps on the lighter loads, we will be able to serve hot meals. Bayless says with a full load of passengers, the new galley will turn out soups, salads, and sandwiches that will be sold at the cafeteria. Adding crew quarters cost $15 million and delayed the boat's maiden voyage until this week. On Tuesday morning, the Hubbard sailed up the Lynn Canal with about 70 passengers on board. But its long-awaited docking in Haines was further delayed. The ferry Columbia was carrying an unusual load of heavy equipment and was late leaving the Haines ferry terminal. The Hubbard's crew had no choice but to circle around Lutak Inlet for an hour and a half until the Columbia left. Finally, about nine years and 90 minutes after construction began, the MV Hubbard let out its first load of passengers. Haynes resident Tom Faverty was one of them. Except for the delay at the end, it was a beautiful voyage. The boat was uh, very clean and very well organized, and it's nice to have another ship in the Upper Lynn Canal. We need it. The Hubbard can hold more than 50 cars. 
Its top speed is about the same as an electric scooter. It's 50 feet longer than the ferry Leconte. The marine system has said that bringing the Hubbard online in the Lynn Canal will free the Leconte to increase ferry service in other southeast communities. AMHS has had difficulties recently hiring and retaining staff. Captain Bayless says a ship like the Hubbard is well positioned to address the problem. We're going to have a smaller crew size, which I personally kind of like. It makes it feel like more efficient operation and then also a closer-knit crew. Bayless says having a new ship will improve morale. He says although he loves the 60-year-old Malaspina, a recently retired ship in the fleet, he could see that working on a slowly decaying vessel had an impact on the crew's energy. He points to an area on the Hubbard's deck where a crew will be able to have barbecues when in the shipyard. It's a great opportunity. If you focus on the good of these ships, they're great ships. And the things that are bad or a little off, I know are going to improve in time. So it's great to be part of a, it's more of a living thing and a growing thing. The car deck of the Hubbard is spacious, wide open. This allows the crew to quickly load and unload in port. Bayless has to cut our tour short when his radio announces the ship is ready to leave for Skagway. The turnaround time in Haines was only 20 minutes. Bayless says he expects by tonight they will have made up much of the delay the boat just incurred. For KHNS, I'm Alan de Promenil. I'm Brooke Schaefer, and this has been Raven News. And coming up for you next, I'll have a look at the weather for our listening region for today and into tomorrow. Taking a look at the weather for Sitka for today, Thursday, May 25th, 2023. Rain likely mainly after 1 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 56. Southeast winds 10 to 15 miles per hour. Chance of precipitation is 60%. New precipitation amounts between a tenth and a quarter of an inch possible. Tonight, rain likely mainly after 1 a.m. Cloudy with a low around 46. Southwest winds 5 to 10 miles per hour. Chance of precipitation is 60%. And looking forward to tomorrow, Friday, May 26th. Rain likely before 7 a.m. Then showers likely mainly between 7 a.m. and 10 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 53. Southwest winds around 5 miles per hour. Chance of precipitation is 60%. You're tuned in to your community radio station, Raven Radio, KCAW in Sitka. Good morning.